The night bear came to tell us about Jenny. Tim ran his fingers through her hair and let them rest on her shoulders. She leaned into him, face at his neck. He's a friend of the marshal's, Tim said softly. Let's sit down, see what he wants. Deal? Deal. They headed into the living room. The woman sat on the couch. The man stood at the sliding glass doors facing the backyard, hands clasped behind his back. He pivoted as if just taking note of their entrance. Let's start over. Will Henning, my wife Emma. Tim shook his hand. What can we help you with? Will pulled a fat wallet from his back pocket, flipped it open, and withdrew a snapshot from the fold. A posed high school graduation photo of a girl, pretty but awkward, mournful green-gray eyes that were almost impossibly big and beautiful. She's, well, sort of missing, except she's eighteen. Nineteen, Emma said. Right, nineteen. Since she's not a minor, we have no legal recourse. She's gotten herself in with one of those cults, one of those creepy, mind-control, self-help deals, except more dangerous. The goddamn cops have been useless, won't even file a missing persons. We've tried every law enforcement agency, FBI, CIA, LAPD, but there are virtually no resources devoted to cults. No one cares unless they turn Waco. Her name, Tim said, Leah. She's my stepdaughter from Emma's first marriage. Her real father died of stomach cancer when she was four. She was a student at Pepperdine. Emma's voice was brittle. Three months ago, we got a phone call from her roommate. She said Leah had dropped out. She said she was in a cult, that we'd better find her or we'd never see her again. She came home once, Will said. My men and I tried to reason with her, but she, uh, escaped out of the bathroom window, and we haven't seen or heard from her since. He was the kind of man who had men. I'm sorry, Dre said. I don't mean to be rude, but what does this have to do with Tim? Will looked at Tim. We're familiar with your work. Marco, Marshal Tonino, confirmed that you were a brilliant investigator. He said you used to be a great deputy. He caught himself. We need our daughter back. We don't care how it's done, and we won't ask any questions. We want you to do it. Say, for ten grand a week? Dre's eyebrows raised, but she gave Tim the slightest head shake. Tim said, I don't have a P.I. license, and I'm not affiliated with any law enforcement agency. What would make you say yes? Tim laughed, a single note. If I could follow the trail legally, we could arrange that. Tim opened his mouth and closed it. I'm sorry. Who exactly are you? Will Henning. He waited for recognition to dawn. It did not. Sound and Fury Pictures. I am a producer. If I could get fifteen Blackhawk choppers landing in Getty Plaza on three days' notice, I certainly think I can orchestrate your redeputization. The Marshal probably has his own opinion on the matter. He'd like to talk to you about some creative solutions in person. Tell me about the cult, Tim said.
I don't know a goddamn thing about it, not even its name. How do they recruit? We don't know that either, really. We talked to a few cult experts. I guess a lot of cults prey on young kids in college or just out, and they recruit rich kids, he grimaced. They get them to turn over their money. Leah gave away a two-million-dollar future, just gave it away. That money was for her first indie film, grad school, a house someday. I even bought her a $40,000 car before college so she wouldn't have to dip into it. The car, Tim said. She still has it? Yes, it's a Lexus. Is it registered in your name or hers? Mine. Okay, when you leave here, file a report that it's been stolen. If they pick her up, they can hold her, and we'll see about getting her released into your custody. Jesus! Will looked excitedly at his wife. That's a brilliant idea. Did she tell you anything about the cult? No. So how do you know it's a self-help cult? From her buzzwords. They weren't religious, more about how she learned to tap her inner source and own her weaknesses and crap like that. What did she refer to the guru as? She must have mentioned the leader. Will shook his head, but Emma said, She called him the teacher. Her husband regarded her brow furrowed. She did? You mentioned the cult was dangerous. Did you get any death threats? Will nodded. Couple. Some punk called, said, Back off or we'll slice you up like the lamb you served for dinner last night. I didn't realize how serious it was until our investigator went missing. Who was the investigator? A P.I., former chief of security for Warner, Danny Katanga. And he was killed? Disappeared. Last week. He must have been making some headway. Will let out a grumbly sigh. That's when we decided to go to Tonino. We've had no word from Leah at all since she left, Emma said. Will said, I keep writing letters, hoping, but nothing. How can you send her letters when you don't know where she is? She left a P.O. box number on our answering machine right after she first disappeared, so we could forward her mail. Do any of your letters get returned? No, Emma said. They go through to somewhere. Where's the post office? Will said, someplace in the North Valley. We tried to look into it. Do you have any idea how difficult it is to squeeze information out of the United States Postal Service? I'll need that address. What's Leah's last name? She has my name. I adopted her legally when she was six. She's my stepdaughter, but I make no distinction between her and my own daughter. Will cleared his throat. I may have progressed a bit foolhardy out of the gate. Wasn't sure what we were dealing with, so I came out swinging. In retrospect, that may not have been the best plan of action. We have to back off now. Emma shot a loving look at Will, which he returned. We just had our first baby together. I won't have her put in harm's way. And we're very concerned for Leah, Will said. Who knows what they'll do to her? If they let her go, she can reveal secrets about them, maybe even try to get her money back. They need her either loyal or dead. Profound sadness undercut Emma's proud smile. 
to go through something like this as parents. You have no idea. Dre stiffened. Taking note, Emma shifted, noticing the framed picture of Ginny on the mantel. Mortified, she flushed, her eyes moistening. Of course you do. I am so terribly sorry. It's terrible for me to cry here, after what you've been through, she said. It's just so awful knowing she's out there with these people. She wasn't herself when we saw her. It was like she'd been replaced by another person. Dre's face reddened with emotion. She looked away. Will gazed tenderly at Leah's photo before leaning forward and setting it on the coffee table. She was a damn good kid, Dre said. Maybe she still is. Tim studied the picture, noticing for the first time it was worn around the edges, one corner faded by Will's thumb from being removed countless times from the billfold. I'll help your daughter, Tim said. Dre lay curled beneath the covers, facing away. Tim slid into bed beside her, resting one hand on her hip and flipping through his notepad with the other. What a character, that guy. Her voice was slow, tired. He's mostly frustrated that he hasn't got the upper hand. He's hurting, though. You see how he looked at that picture of her? Dre gave a little nod. My heart goes out to her and to them as parents. But if some girl wants to join a cult and fuck herself up, so what? It's not being forced on her. During ranger training...